Hello and welcome to another mini-sode of Not Without My Sister. I'm doing the intro today because Rosemary's mouth is full of Indian takeaway. I'm Beatrice McCabe. I'm sorry, I'm Rosemary McCabe. My mouth is not full of Indian <laughs> takeaway. That was a good mime. That was a, that was a good impression though, wasn't it? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> and today our topic is the scintillating one of takeaways. Takeaways, my one true love in life. going to say for somebody who like really really loves takeaways me mm-hmm. there have been some calamitous events in my life directly associated with takeaways like the time yeah, that that's true. I fell in the neighbor's driveway and broke my arm going over to get the Indian takeaway menu would like to point out mm-hmm. that the searing agony of the two broken bones did not take away from my dinner which was delicious <laughs> still ordered it still ate it through my tears <laughs> <laughs> I, I used my nan bread to to mop my tears. Then there was the other time that I was incredibly hungover, cycled all the way from my house in Stony Batter to to get myself a McDonald's excellent hangover cure. Yeah. And on my way back from McDonald's on my bicycle, got a call from a guy that I had recently hooked up with to let me know that he had chlamydia. Did that put me off McDonald's? No, it did not. Do I still think McDonald's a great hangover cure? Yes. Is finding out that somebody you slept with has chlamydia when you're really, really hungover good? No, it is not. Were you Listeners, cycling as you took this phone call or like, did you pull over? No, I think I was on my hands free. Now, just when I say cycling, I was hungover. So it's probably like going very slowly. The problem with McDonald's, I find as a takeaway, which I didn't know you could even get as a, okay, not that I didn't know you could get it as a takeaway, but I only knew like we got it so rarely growing up. Mom used it as, I don't even, now when I think about it, like, what was she doing? She was always using it as some kind of blackmail. It was both a bribe threat. and a threat. Yeah, yeah. It was more of a, it was more, we never really had it, but she talked about it frequently. Like, well, yeah. if you had behaved better, we would have gotten McDonald's. Well, when you weren't looking, I got myself a McDonald's. Yeah. Like, it was all very odd, right? Basically, <laughs> Something basically, very. Every time we fell asleep in the car, we would wake up to oh, be told right. that they'd all eaten McDonald's while we were asleep. Yeah, you're right. It was so mean. Why did you do that? <laughs> She's a bit like that though. She has her little mean streak. Oh, but hang on. She, she finds does, it hilarious. She does hate when people fall asleep in public transports. So maybe that's it. She was trying to punish us. <laughs> she also hates when they talk above a whisper, a soft whisper. And she also Shh. thinks it's very, very corny if you're on public transport and, and, and you say into the phone, I'm on the bus or I'm on the train. So if you ever call her when she's on the bus or on the train and say, where are you? She'll go, oh yeah, I'm not sure. Maybe later. <laughs> And she Her just other absolute the question. nightmare, <laughs> which I have to admit was mine as well. When I moved to Milan and I started going to work on the subway, right, or on the bus, on the, like, and the bus took an hour. And obviously, like, you know, why would I be doing my makeup in the gaff when I could be doing my makeup on the bus? Oh, Ultimate nightmare. That. Well, I have to tell you, like, I did, I did, before I started doing it, I did cast a lot of aspersions. I was like, I was judging people. I had a lot of raised eyebrows. Then I was like, they've got the right idea. Why am I sitting here for an hour listening to music when I could be listening to music and doing my makeup and staying in bed for an extra 15 minutes? 
Fair. And showing these passers-by what, like, the miraculous looks I could be creating. This was 10 years, 20 years pre-Ipsy, so you can imagine. We'll Probably took find me about a some photographs of these miraculous <laughs> looks that we can share. But hang on, tell me. So you only recently realised that you could order McDonald's to your door. Yeah, but it wasn't, yeah. And, but wasn't I, what you'd hoped for. That, but even the problem is the minute you get McDonald's into your car, if you do not eat it immediately, it is incredibly disappointing. The minute a McDonald's cools down is not... I think it's actually the scalding of your mouth that tastes good. Like it's the boiling oil on your mouth. Because if you taste one of those fries and they've even, they're even tepid in temperature, there's nothing tasty. You, you realise you become, you become aware of what you're eating and then that's I not good. I kind of disagree in that I don't like eating in the car. So I would always wait either to like at home or I, like I particularly just like eating in McDonald's. I like eating in the restaurant. In certain McDonald's, some, some McDonald's are cleaner than others. And I don't like eating at a in certain McDonald's. time. In McDonald's? In kids McDonald's. Eating in McDonald's. Oh, this oh is my God, the, they love the kid it. and you coming out. Yeah. Although I have to say, I, I brought your kids to eat in McDonald's and I did not love eating at McDonald's. I only like <laughs> eating at McDonald's on my own. They had it I'll tell you what I do it. love though from McDonald's because like everything else I think is underwhelming, but I do love the caramel sundae that I discovered you could get here again. Stop. We're absolute not allowed to talk delicious. about it. No, no. I shared the caramel sundae on my Instagram story the other day and I was absolutely assaulted by people going, this is the cruelest thing you've ever shared. We can't get these in Ireland anymore. They were I know outraged. you can't. I know I you know. can't. I was so delighted when I moved here and you could get them again. I mean, you know, the Americans, they, they know they, they got some things right. Like, you know, what why you would those well? caramel Sundays ever go away? I discovered the other day when you order a McDonald's on DoorDash. Yes, I ordered McDonald's on DoorDash for my lunch last Wednesday. I'm, I'm living the absolute dream. You can order extra caramel. And, and they did the old school thing of they put caramel on the bottom and on the top. What? Extra? Why would you need extra caramel? Because as much as I love them, I do think there's too much caramel. You are such, just never too much caramel. Such a weirdo. Such a weirdo. I feel like every it's, single it's bit of caramel. It's very sugary though. It's very, you just need a little bit of it. It's very caramel sugary. Caramel is very sugary, says Mrs. Obvious. What's it made of? <laughs> Only sugar and condensed milk or something. Very okay, let's move on to let's move on to other takeaways. Well, well, I was just going to say the other calamitous thing that, that happened, takeaway associated, mom was picking up, again, poor Indian, mom. my beloved Bombay pantry, poor mom was picking it up for me in, in Rathmines and fell across on the road and broke her hand. Poor mom. Poor mom. She's like, she's your dog's body. Why would she, she be picking up your dinner buddy. for you? Maybe that was karma for all the times that she told me that they got McDonald's while I was asleep in the car. That does oh, seem a bit extreme right. though. That's really nice. So not only now did she break her hand and now you're saying it was her own fault. That's victim blaming. It was a victimless <laughs> crime. It was a crimeless, it was a crimeless crime. A crimeless victim. So you get a takeaway pretty often now, in fairness. Uh, have know, you gotten any better at that? I know you went on a... I know in January you went on a no no takeaways allowed. How did that How did that go? January I went on a theoretical no takeaways allowed and I unsubscribed from Dash Pass by DoorDash, which is like you pay nine ninety nine a month and you get free delivery. And then on the 1st of February, I got an email saying, if you had had Dash Pass last month, you would have saved $63. <laughs> so... <laughs> So I obviously got a few takeaways in my no takeaway January. You and then I decided did. that I better and then I decided that I better sign up to Dash Pass again. So hold on, you got so I don't know how much it, I don't know how much a delivery costs. So this is on top of your three blue apron a week. Hello Andrew. Fresh. Just Why get, can you not remember yeah, HelloFresh? I don't know. I don't know. Do you not just get bored of eating? Like sometimes no, I just look I in don't. the fridge. And I hate to sound you know like what? mom. I'm just like, oh, don't want no, anything in here. No, you know what I get bored of? I get bored of thinking about putting something together myself. I never get bored of having someone else put it together for me. So like, I even get bored of HelloFresh, don't like the assembly, but I never get bored of like looking at a takeaway menu and going, I love that. It's never boring. It's always exciting to me. 
Although I always get the same thing, so I'm not a very exciting takeawayer. Yeah, I, I don't really understand people, actually. I mean, who, not that I don't understand, but it's so unheard of to me. It's so outside of the realm of my own behavior. Like, once I find one thing on a, on a menu, generally it's like Thai chicken basil. Basil. Once I find that one thing, that's really all I want. And sometimes if they don't have that, I'll settle for chicken cashew but let me tell you it's never it's never the ch- the, the cashews always just start being really crumbly in my mouth you know what my latest takeaway problem is though and this is definitely not in any way a first world problem i have got very attached to certain items from certain takeaways so lately like for example they have really really good boneless chicken wings in buffalo wings and ribs but i do not like their fries they're always soggy you know where it does delicious fries and they're still nice when they get delivered five guys so the other day i asked brandon if he would go and pick me up bonus chicken wings from buffalo wings and ribs and then fries from five guys and let me tell you he said no but this is uh, what i, I want. was about to say is this my low maintenance sister what the hell but you know what well see the problem is buffalo wings and ribs doesn't actually isn't on doordash but i could actually get him to pick me up bu- wings and then order fries with my free delivery from five guys Rosemary, that's what i should how do how about getting a grip is what Sorry. you should do and think about Sorry. your fo- your carbon footprint when i thought you were going to say your carb intake i should think about that as well when <laughs> When have I ever been your low-maintenance sister? Where are you getting that from? You told me you were very low-maintenance as a girlfriend. Oh, oh yeah, fair. But like, Yeah, but you're obviously not. Listen, he has me here shackled in the house, barefoot, cooking away in the kitchen. I haven't got a car, can't go anywhere. You just literally said, I have to rely on him. Cooking, cooking the blue direct, whatever it is that's coming to your door. Hello, fresh, what is wrong with you? Why can you not just put those two words together and remember (laughs) them? obviously not a catchy it's obviously not a catchy company name bad job you should email their marketing department I would like to point out I would like to ask my challenge in my house is that Don and I have entirely opposite tastes right Right. so we never want the same thing I want fine pizza made in a brick oven sent to my house Don wants Papa John's slash Domino's pizza with a thick base and a sweet tomato disgusting like fake cheese all over it Gross. I'm always telling Brandon's kids not to describe food as disgusting. Just because you don't like it doesn't mean it's disgusting. Well, and I tell that to my kids too, but you know, do as I say, <laughs> not as I do. And then like for, so let, here's a perfect example. So last month I had to go and have a root canal on a root canal, right? So it was painful Ooh. because my root canal failed, whatever. I was having these terrible toothaches, went in, they're like, oh, nothing simple. Sorry, you can't, we can't, we've already had a root canal, it's failing, it's failing now and you have a crown there, so we have to send you off to the endodontist. I was like, oh, what the hell is an endodontist, right? So off I go to the endodontist anyway. And I get this root canal of a root canal. And hopefully it's good, except he goes, well, you know, now that we're looking at it, it looks good. But unfortunately, there was a hole in the bottom of your root canal. So there's loads of debris down there now in your gum. So if you start feeling inflamed. So I'm like, oh, my God, agony. Go home. Starving also, because I was so worried about this. I couldn't eat since at least 11 a.m. No, I hadn't eaten all day and I was absolutely starving, right? And Don Weirdo. got... Thai food for the first time ever since we moved to Fort Wayne he found a Thai place that delivered to our house and I was like oh my god couldn't eat anything couldn't move my, fa- my half my face was totally you know numb as you can imagine could you not have got a nice but I soup? did manage I slurped a bit of the green curry no I wasn't oh, yeah. really in the mood slurped, slurped a bit of the green curry and it was actually delicious and ever since then, so that was like mid-January and ever since, and today is whatever, mid-February. And ever since then, I've been going on like at least twice a week. I've gone, can we get that, uh, we get that tie again? It was delicious. And he's like, 
I'm just not in the mood. I'm not in the mood. Right. Would you like, I just, I just want a simple pizza. I'm just like, it's very spicy. I just, I, I want something easier on my stomach. Okay, whatever. You're right? making him sound like Marcel the, the shell, you know. Hi, <laughs> my, my name is Marcel and I'm Michelle and I have shoes on, That's, as you can see. It's exactly, it's exactly done. That's exactly how he talks. So fast forward to, or rewind to last night and I go, can we get that tie? Do you, do you feel, you know, do you feel like, well, I certainly was not cooking anything. I was like, I'm absolutely wrecked. Do you want to get some tie? Okay, if you really want. Okay, so the tie arrives and the green curry looks entirely different and the rice is all sticky and it was very underwhelming. And you know, this is the other thing. There is nothing like a bad takeaway to put you in. An absolute four-year-old fowler, like little, you know, I can't believe they forgot my order. I can't believe my spring rolls or whatever are the wrong type or pork and not, you know, and like nothing, like the most petty, embarrassing, even as I'm experiencing it, it's embarrassing, but I can't help it. Anyway. I go, what's this? I open the green curry. It's got the own, it's got tofu, which I explicitly said no tofu. Tofu, the only two vegetables in it are green peas and cucumber. Now, I'll have you know I ate it, right? Cucumber. I ate it. Cucumber. In a curry. Concombre. Yes. I struggled through two thirds of it before I I said, sesufi, enough, right? Anyway. And I go, that was not half as nice as, as that other one I was dying for. And Don goes, yeah, I thought we'd try this other place I've been looking looking forward to. I go, excuse me? I've literally been talking about this for a month. How I missed out because you ordered it the day I had like my tooth, my entire face removed. And you go and try. Well, I, I thought it was delicious. Here, taste this. Taste these noodles. I hate noodles. Right? Taste the yum. They're delicious. What the hell? I was so annoyed. On Valentine's weekend. How could I do that to you? That's what I said. I said, how dare you? Then I had to act chill because it's just food. I was like, never mind, never mind. Maybe next time we can get... Oh, actually, what I was, my point was, I was like, maybe next time we get the green curry from my place and you can get your noodles from your place. So I shouldn't be criticising you because I had the exact same thought. <laughs> oh my God. I mean, next time Carbon I'd be ordering be it. Damned. I'd be ordering it right then and there. Was this after you'd eaten it all though? Yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah, I, yeah. So I even annoying. said I don't think I want any more of that, and then I like ate some more of the gross sticky rice. I was oh, so I love sticky rice, but it wasn't supposed to be sticky. Oh, well, still, I would always love a surprise sticky rice. Ugh, no, it was gross. It was just more like starchy, overstarched rice, overstarched wet rice. No, I'm not into that. Oh, still, I'd go for that. I threw an absolute shit fit one time a couple of years ago <laughs> when my ex boyfriend got me a burrito. Right. From Boojum in Dublin, which is, oh, I miss it so much. But um, he, yeah, so he went, I had given him my order and I said like, I'll have chicken and I'll have these beans and this and this and this. And you know what I didn't say, Beatrice? I didn't say I'll have cheese and sour cream because everyone has cheese and sour cream. It is Except assumed. Vegans. What? Except vegans. Except, Except vegans. vegans. Maybe he's not a vegan. He fucking didn't. He, he, he'd spent three years watching me stuff cheese in my mouth. He knew. Uh, and, he you knew. Had, and you had chicken and there was chicken in this. Exactly. Which you'd already exactly okay. Actually, I think it was pork. Doesn't matter. He came home with no cheese and no sour cream on the burrito, and I honestly was like, my face got all hot. I thought I was going to cry. I was so angry. Like I literally, I, like I couldn't even, I couldn't even speak to him for about forty-five minutes. And he was really, like, really calm and very kind of not like overdoing, but he was quite apologetic. And he was like, listen, do you want me to go down? Because it was only a 10 minute walk. And he was like, do you want me to go down and get you another one? I was like, no, that's ridiculous. Forget it. I'll just eat it. Ate it. And then the next day I was like, oh, you're sorry. You know, sorry. I threw a bit of a, <laughs> threw a bit of a wobbler. And he was like, you were absolutely over the top. Like, 
insane. He was like, that was not an okay reaction. Like, you were such a dickhead. And I was like, oh my God, but you were so nice yesterday. And he was like, well, I mean, like, I knew there was no point telling you you were in, you were in such a rage. He was like, but you were ridiculous. You were like a baby. And I That's was. Me. So who do we get that from? It's obviously mom or dad's fault now that I'm saying Sorry. it out loud. Mom and the croissant. We get it from mom. Oh, you're right. It's mom. It is mom. I don't want it. I don't like chocolate croissants. I'll take it. Listen, I'll scrape out the chocolate for you and all the surrounding pastry so there won't even be chocolate touching the dough. I don't like I can't. I can't eat it. I can't eat it. I can't. Poor, poor Uncle Alan, I'd like to say, had cycled. when we. This is when we were li- living. This is when we were staying in France on a holiday. And poor Uncle Alan had cycled down to the Boulanger at the crack of dawn on a bicycle. Like Obviously not early of, enough, Beatrice, if you missed the cross Obviously not early enough. That's correct. Not, not early enough for the Frenchies, for the Boulanger-loving Frenchies. Uh, pastry loving Frenchies that is actually the stressful part about holidaying in France now there's such a like Mm -hmm. first world problem holidaying in France is very stressful because you must get up very early to get the good pastries (laughs) (laughs) and in Italy because you have to get up early or you're going to be laughed at for asking for a cappuccino right they were always laughing at me in Italy no matter what I asked for like I'd go in and ask for a sandwich and they'd be like haha she's pronouncing this slightly wrong Dickheads. I remember when we lived in, when Julie and I lived in Milan, we used to go in, ah, oh, here's a good one. And we used to go into this sandwich place around the corner and we would always order the exact same thing. And one day we came in and they had up on the chalkboard, Il Panino Julie, uh, Il Panino Beatrice. <laughs> they named the two sandwiches after us because we were in there eating them all the time. <laughs> oh my God. I mine was delicious. Would this. you like to hear it? Would you like yes. to hear what mine was? You'll be Roasted interested in Mediterranean vegetables or something. It wasn't. It was. Oh. Tuna fish oh. with tapenade oh. it was delicious. It was the most salty deliciousness. I've, and now I'm oh. like, I just can't recreate it. I think I'm missing an ingredient and I don't know what it was. A bread, obviously. Oh. It was delicious. That's, I don't think there was cheese no. on it. No. Oh my God, tuna it was amazing. and tapenade, two of my least favourite pungent flavours. Oh my God, it was amazing. But what was that third ingredient anyway? You know, um, I, I can start always... my own takeaway. I always just get offended when when I not, not offended but like slightly peeved when I go to a restaurant or cafe and they know my order. It's like in that episode of Sex and City where Miranda rings the Chinese takeaway and they're like, "Ah, you want sweet and sour this and this and this always for one," and she's like, "Fuck off!" and hangs up. That's that's how I feel when I go to a cafe or I call takeaway and they're like, "Oh, you want this?" I'm like, "Well, yes, but maybe I wouldn't some other day." <laughs> Well, Don was always, Don is very loyal to his favorite restaurants and places. And he was always being offered jobs in them because he would go in and spend all of his time in like one specific place. When he lived in New York, he lived up in Harlem and there was an amazing, I, I gather, Mexican or like, um, I think it was a Mexican restaurant. He used to go in there for lunch and dinner. And eventually they were like, would you like a job? You're in here all the time. <laughs> and then when we moved to Brooklyn. We had, no, when we moved to Brooklyn, we, he used to, we used to order this Chinese food that he absolutely loved from Hunan, Hunan Delight. And we'd order it all the time. And it was only when we were driving in our car to leave New York, to drive to Dallas, to live in Dallas, that we drove past this extremely chic restaurant. And Don goes, that's Hunan. Oh, you could have been eating in the restaurant the whole time. Yes. Oh, and Don and knew. he never mentioned it. Yes. <gasps> he knew full well. He's like, oh yeah, that's Hunan. I've been there loads of times with my other friends. And he never brought me. You know, I was just about to say, like, it's slightly offensive to me that no takeaways have ever, or like no takeaways or restaurants have ever offered me a job. And then I was like, 
I remember the time that I was in Joe Burger, R.I.P. Joe Burger in Smithfield. And I said to Joe Mackin, who owned it, was there. And I said to him, would you ever consider doing a loyalty program? He said, no, you'd eat me out of house and home. <laughs> Did he? Yeah, and he was right. And like, sure, like when I used to, <laughs> when I worked in, when I worked in Sheridan's, the cheese shop, I was always oh sampling God. the cheese. I'm like, oh, you I better see what this Parmesan round tastes like. Yeah. Well, like, <laughs> you were an expert on cheese. You have to be an expert on cheese. Well, this is what I was going to say. When I first started, they were like, you know, you should taste all the cheese so you know how to describe it to people. But like after a while, I'm sure they're like, okay, Rosemary, you know what that Dutch Gouda tastes like. And I'd be like, but maybe oh, you've forgotten. A new one. How, how often do you need to be reminded before your taste buds have forgotten? Every 10 minutes in, in my <laughs> case. <laughs> oh... Very good. And I'd like to leave us all with one of my favourite songs. Oh, no, he's not a takeaway. He's a courier. One of my favourite videos is Robin Thicke. What is it? When I Get You Alone, where he's driving, cycling through New York on his bike with his curly long hair. Back before he became, in my opinion, really creepy. Back (laughs) in the day when he was fun and not trying to be a little sex machine. Oh. And it was sampled. What is it like? Would I want you to get me home? Would I want you to home? Something. Oh, that's exactly right. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> thanks. Thanks. We'll uh, put a link to that in the show notes. Thank you so much for listening. If you have two seconds and you could like and subscribe and leave us a five star review on iTunes, because that's basically the only way you get your podcast out there and other people find out about it. And tell your friends. That's another fun way you could help us. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye. Not Without My Sister is produced by Liam Garrity, sound and original music by Don Kirkland, and our original illustration is by Lindsay Nielsen. Not Without My Sister is a member of The Warren, the home of great Irish podcasts, as is my podcast, Meet Your Maker. You'll find more great shows at thewarren.ie.